Did you know you can join the same podcast network trusted by superstars like Mark Marin and Anna Ferris? That's right. If you want to join the best of the best in podcasting, join or switch your podcast to Acast in just a matter of minutes. We've got the best tools to create, grow, and make money from your show. And that's why more than 92,000 shows love Acast. Join Acast with a three-month free trial to our paid plan using the code JOIN. Just visit go.acast.com slash join. Acast, we're the home of podcasting. Hello, my name is Jim. This is my podcast, The Bloody Vegans. You're very welcome to it. Each week, I'll be travelling ever deeper into the world of veganism, discovering along the way a multitude of viewpoints from the political and ethical to the practical. I'll be doing this through a series of conversations, each aiming to further illuminate my understanding and hopefully yours of all things plant-centric. And this week is no different. I was lucky enough to be joined by Abby Lasher, the founder of Moonji. Moonji make Ayurvedic ice cream, no less. Um, it was new to me too, if you're thinking that's that's new to me. Incredible stuff. Um, just just a, a wonderful idea. Um, amazingly executed by this incredibly creative um, and wonderful human being. Um, so we'll get into that conversation in just a moment. But before we do a little bit of admin, uh, if you are interested in the world of podcasting and would like to uh, learn how to do it yourself, head to bloodyvegansproductions.com. That's bloodyvegansproductions.com, where you will be able to book yourself onto a one-to-one -one training uh, session priced at the uh, princely sum of just 25 great british pounds sterling what a bargain um and uh, we can we can learn about podcasting there you go bloodyvegansproductions.com and if you have a podcast and indeed you want some help with it uh, either from a marketing point of view editing point of view you name it uh, head to the same place and uh, get in touch it would be lovely to to see you there one more thing, uh, just to give a little shout out to one of our most committed Patreon supporters. Um, and if you're thinking, I didn't know I could support you on Patreon, I can't wait to do that, then head over to Patreon, search for Bloody Vegans Podcast. But a big shout out to uh, Sue. Sue is the founder of uh, Little Green Pigeon, an amazing um, wild bird pigeon sanctuary based in Staffordshire. Um, Sue is uh, just a wonderful, wonderful person. I've said wonderful about 15 times in this intro, but uh, it is fitting for both Abby Lasher and Sue. So, <laughs> little shout out, head to littlegreenpigeon.co.uk and you can find out more. You can donate to the sanctuary and you can also pick up some great products that, um, that Sue has that all benefit the ongoing running of um, such a wonderful establishment. So head there, littlegreenpigeon.co.uk. That is all of the admin. So let's get on to the episode at hand and find out more about Ayurvedic ice cream with the founder of Moonji, Abilasha. Wow. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Jim. And, like, that's such a big question. So it's kind of like has that, I guess, really started when I was quite young, to be honest, when I first kind of 
had this awareness of this idea that I just shouldn't really be eating animals. Um, right. And I'm trying to remember. So it was it, the, the I was when I was younger. I I grew up eating meat. So I come from a Punjabi family mm. and yeah, in Punjabi culture, um, I would say yeah, Punjabis eat quite a lot of meat. Um, but I remember my mum turning vegetarian when I was quite young. I don't exactly remember the age, right. but she would like cook her food separately. And then she would basically like, you know, make, make the, the dish, like the meat dishes for like me and my, 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 my family. And um, I used to go to drama school. And then I think when I was like 13 or like around 12 or 13, like, yeah, I used to go to drama school every Friday and it, as a treat, my mum would take me to McDonald's and I'd get a happy meal. And I remember like literally getting a happy meal one Friday and like eating these chicken nuggets and I bit into something like really gross. And I, I don't mm. know what it was. There was some bone, there was something in it, but I just remember looking at it and just like feeling sick and being like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Mm. And it was like a real overnight thing. I literally was like, okay, I just woke up and the next day and I was like, I just can't eat meat anymore. I just can't. So I turned vegetarian when I was about 13 years old. And yeah, I think thinking back, it was actually quite young, but just again, just having this awareness of like, this isn't right. This doesn't actually feel right. Mm. And also like eating it doesn't feel good to eat like in my body. So yeah, so I was vegetarian. And I think at that time as well, like there weren't, unless it was like a religious thing or a cultural thing, you know, there weren't most of my, most of my friends were heavy meat eaters. In fact, out of my school friends, a lot of them still are all heavy meat eaters, interestingly. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, and then I finished school and then I went to university and I actually went to Bristol Uni. So I studied in Bristol. And right. that was my first experience of vegan food, basically, because, um, I mean, yeah, I wasn't really in the vegan scene in London. I moved to Bristol and like I was living off Stokes Croft in my second year. I don't mm. know if you've been to Bristol yeah. before, but it's just such a cool, like just creative scene and in, in all kinds of respects. And there was a cafe called Cafe Kino. I don't know if you've been, but I used to go there. Um, I hope it's still open. I'm not even sure because I haven't been back in a while. And they used to do these like vegan sausage rolls and they were like, insanely good and it was just like go, going to these places and just like yeah and just really finding that making these small changes were actually really easy and actually there was just a lot of choice there are a couple of other spots that I really liked um which I am trying to remember now I can't really quite remember so at that point I was like vegetarian slash, slash vegan I was like you know I wasn't like fully committed to just like I would you know occasionally still eat like dairy and things like that and um yeah and even in my house we just got really into cooking so that kind of also weaves in with like my story of how I started my business because that's when I started really getting into cooking and we'd do like house dinners and things like that and I'd always be cooking Indian food for fr um for friends because I just that's what I was just always craving when I was guessing mm. I was like just missing home. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then, yeah. So just really just loved the food scene in Bristol basically. And then after uni, I graduated 
And then I went traveling. And at that point, I basically didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did a science degree. I actually studied physics at Bristol and I had no idea what I wanted to do with it. I was like, okay, I've just done the science degree, but I don't really want to go be a scientist. I don't really want to go and work in the city. Like, what do I want to do? Um, but I, I loved, and I was very passionate about the environment. So I was like Mm. really passionate about like, I was like, I don't know what I want to do, but it has to do with sustainability and saving the planet. So I sort of thought the natural kind of course of things was to, um, having done a, like a science degree to go into renewable energy or to go into like, you know, like, you know, go into working with solar panels or like, um, what's it called? Yeah. Like environmental sciences or something. Um, and I was even looking into doing masters and things like that. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to go traveling and I'm just going to like have a bit of a cliche, like go find myself kind of moment. And I, I basically, <laughs> I went to South America. It was a six month trip and like, it does sound cliche, but it was truly life changing. I just had like a lot of time to really just like, um, I mean, it was so amazing. I so, visited so many beautiful places, did a lot of trekking, but it was that I actually got time to really like think about what I love to do. Mm. And basically that just opened up a lot of creativity in me. And I just was, again, I was just always going to food and was just doing loads and loads of cooking. Um, and I was just like cooking for people and it would always be like, what, what can I find? Like go to a market, what spices can I find? And then just like cooking for people. And my natural thing was to always cook kind of like vegan food basically. Mm. And again, I wasn't fully vegan at that point. It was, I mean, when you're traveling, it's just very, very difficult. And I was, you know, in remote places and there would be certain cafes that go to that be vegan. I'd always be basically Googling like, where's the, go to, go to Cusco in Peru. Like where's the, where are the vegan spots? And actually there were some incredible spots there actually. Mm. Me and my friend actually started a food blog and I've like got them all listed on, I think we started like an Instagram and we, we wrote them all down and always be the fun thing. Like where are all the, the vegan places? But, um, yeah, um, it was still hard really to kind of be, to be fully vegan. Um, but then basically when I was traveling, that's when I got the idea to start my business. And simultaneously, I was also getting into Ayurveda, which, uh, is also heavily what has inspired my business that I started. And that's basically a holistic Indian medicine that talks about the health benefits of, spi- of, of food and mm. specifically spices. So it was like, um, all sort of these things and these influences that basically kind of, I guess, yeah, um, it manifested into me coming up with my idea for my business, which was to create vegan ice cream inspired by Ayurveda. And then when I came home, that's how it just basically started. I was like, I came home and I was like to my mom, I was like, I got this kind of crazy idea. She at that point thought I'd gone a little bit mad. She was like, you've got a degree, (laughs) what are you doing? Um, but came home and then basically just started experimenting. And then of course, because I was making vegan ice cream, that's just, and also, you know, really, I think that was like three years ago. And just from then to now, just seeing how the vegan movement has grown, the amount of 
variety there is, you know, you really can live a plant-based vegan diet and not feel like you're missing out on anything really. So it just happened very naturally, very gradually. I do, I'm not like, this was the day when I became vegan or like, do you know what I yeah. mean? It was just like a, a natural co- sort of course of things. Um, so yeah, that's the, <laughs> basically the story in short form. <laughs> So what? Why specifically ice cream? Like you're in, you're into the Ayurvedic kind of like foods mm-hmm. and the, the spices and so on and so forth. But what made you kind of have that that sort of brainwave of that they need to be put into kind of an ice cream form? Right, right. Well, do you know what? Like, so I'm obviously a massive foodie, and I I think do you know what? I just I've always loved ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> And it's always been the thing. It's always been the thing. Like, you know, like, um, it's always like, it's always been the thing that it, it, it's so heavy with dairy. And, Mm. and I I think I've also naturally without realizing it have had a bit of a dairy intolerance, but it just sort of, you know, growing up would still just eat it. And I think, um, there's that aspect to it. But honestly, when I got the idea, it, it just flew into my head and (laughs) it was so random because I wasn't I guess yeah I guess I was um there's that frozen yogurt place actually I can't even remember what's it called Pinkberry that they've got quite a lot of chains Mm. in in South America and we'd always be going to like the whenever yeah I was traveling to a different city I'd be like where's the closest pink pair I need to get my frozen yogurt so it's like yeah I guess I've always loved like ice cream but um I think that, yeah, in Ayurveda, actually, so it's sort of counterintuitive because Ayurveda talks about the health benefits of food, but it says that typically cold foods are not actually very good for your digestion because basically um, Ayurveda talks about how our body is basically made up of these different elements and your digestion is the element of fire. So basically in order to kind of, and it's called, the word for it is Agni, it's a um, Sanskrit word. And in order to kind of keep this fire fire alight, essentially, you have to feed it warming foods because if you do co- if you eat cold foods, it, it dampens the fire, basically. So this mm. stuff is like all very subtle, but like a lot of people say when they eat dairy ice cream, they'll feel heavy and it's difficult to digest. So I just thought, you know what, like this is, no one's going to just say, okay, we're all just going to stop eating ice cream completely. I was like, (laughs) what's a way of creating ice cream that can be, you know, a better for you, still delicious. Mm. So you're not missing anything, but like genuinely a, a healthier alternative right that yeah. so because like the the health aspect of my business is actually so like is actually where my passion is there's just so much there that I could talk about <clears> so long but I don't lead with that when I talk about it when I go to markets and things mm. because it's like I just want people to be there and enjoy the ice cream but I have so many people that say you know what Abby like um it genuinely feels so good to eat and it digests so much better than even just other ice vegan ice cream let alone dairy yeah. ice cream or whatever yeah that, that's awesome like uh, I, I i'm just <laughs> I, i'm fascinated by the the the, the concept and, and i think it's, it's wonderful and the, the, there's definitely like you know there's a lot of vegan ice cream out there 
now, which is amazing. Like you say, the, the, the explosion of these things over the course of the last few years, particularly... Um, has been has been incredible, but it, it's therefore it's it's even more fascinating to me to see somebody who's found a unique space within that uh, and something that's kind of that's kind of different, um, and it's it's rare to come across from a point of view of actually developing the product because you know it's amazing to me that you came up with this this awesome like idea, but having done that, <laughs> I, I wouldn't necessarily then think okay, well I can actually put that into action. There's a lot of steps from from like I've had an incredible idea to I'm then going to make something that's palatable and then that's going to be a, a, a business. Like there's mm-hmm. there's an awful lot of like unknown within that, or at least there would be for me. Oh so, my so, so God. talk he us was, through that. Yeah. <laughs> talk us through that journey a little bit. <laughs> you know what is a good thing I didn't know? It was like the naivety of it all, <laughs> honestly. I think about it, I was like, I thank God I couldn't look a year ahead and like actually think about all the things that had to be done in order to get me to where I've got to. But I think that's just the thing. Like, so yeah, like, like you said, like apart from me realizing when I was traveling, I was like, I love being creative and I love food. So I want to do something like in food. I am not a chef. Like a lot of people ask me, you know, so Mm. what's your back, is your background in food? And I'm like, no, it's not at all. I'm just a very creative person. And I guess I have a bit of a technical background, but, um, and the thing is gelato is, it is an art and a science. It really is like, it's very, you know, it's a lot of experimenting and it's like, you know, I guess like food in itself is like a, yeah, it's such an art and a science, but, mm. um, yeah. So basically I, yeah, I, I got the idea. I came home and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to just start experimenting. Like I'm just going to start giving it a go. And I bought a really cheap, literally like one of the cheapest like ice cream makers on Amazon for like 30 quid thinking, Oh, this is how, (laughs) this is how professional people make ice cream. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then basically like, it's funny. I was like, I, you know, at that time, like I loved drinking oat milk. I loved, um, And I loved, I used coconut milk as an alternative a lot of the time. So I knew, Mm. I was like beginning to get an idea of like, these are the ingredients I want to use, but wasn't really obviously sure how to go about it. So I was was literally just on YouTube. And it's really funny because I was actually at an event yesterday. I was talking to someone and he'd got into photography, self-taught through YouTube. And I was like, that's so funny because it's really, it's a really similar thing for me. Like I, I kind of came home and I was just sort of began watching loads of YouTube videos on like how to make ice cream, what ingredients to use and stuff like that. And then basically, yeah. And then, um, decided what ingredients I wanted to use. At that time, I was experimenting with nuts and then realized that actually I wanted to make it completely nut free again to have another point of differentiation mm. um, and to make it more accessible, etc. cetera. Um, and then I had a family tasting session. So I basically right. had, brought my family around and I was like, hey, guys, I've got these flavors. I have no idea if they're any good. Can you try them? And I remember it so well. My family all tried it and they were like, Abby, like, this is really good. I think you're really, really onto something. So this was like maybe a couple of months after I came back from traveling. And it was at that point where I felt like, okay, I don't know if I fully believe in myself, but my family 
I have my family support and it was because of that support honestly that I was able to really even start because I just definitely couldn't I would I didn't have enough self-belief in myself at that point <laughs> um but yeah and then the, that was when the process really started of like okay no I need to get serious how do I actually make you know perfect like how do I make artisan gelato um at a professional le- level um and so that's when I, I basically, um, I actually, my first loan was like my, I, my grandma actually gave me like some money and I used that to pay for my first ice cream machine. It's quite a sweet story. And, um, and it was with this company called Carpegiani who are like the, mm. the, like, I don't know if you heard of them, but they, they like, they call them like the Royals Royce of ice cream machines, basically like they, comes from Italy and they basically like they have all the best ice cream machines basically in in, like the country so went to their head office which was in not very far from my house actually and then I met with a basically when they sell you the machine they basically let you work with the development chef to like develop your recipe so yeah for free so it was really good so what he did is he he showed me how to make like the formulation of how to make ice cream so it's, it's actually just like, you know, you have your fats, you have your sugars, you have your solids, basically just showed me. And I was like, okay, well, I've got these ingredients. Can we try and use them? And then we had a f- couple of experiment, experimenting days, but I wasn't getting anywhere close, honestly. It was still just, <laughs> it was funny because at that time, which was like about three years ago, I was like, well, I don't want to use thickeners. I don't want to use gums. I don't want to use anything. This has to just be all natural. Like these are the ingredients that I want to use. I have yeah. to make it work somehow. And they were just like, no, like put dextrose in it. But I'm not saying that, you know, I'm obviously like people can eat what they want. But like for mm. me, I was like, it has to be able to be like as natural and clean as possible. Um and they just didn't understand it was so funny like their you know their their natural way of like making you know they're so used to just using gums and all these things and it being kind of like really normal so it was a bit like okay well you know sorry this is as far as we can help you kind of thing um and but having said that they've been actually been amazing because yeah so I, I ended up buying the machine, bringing it home. And it was an, it was, it was honestly like an eight month process, Jim. It was like, just <laughs> like doing it, not getting anywhere, then trying again. And then like, but eventually, yeah, eventually I got there. I always knew I was like kind of making progress, but right. it was, um, yeah. So basically it took me the, the, yeah, it took eight months in total. I would say the kind of like the, the process of coming up with the, the base recipe and, and then refining the flavors and things. And then in the summer of 2019, I basically started doing events. Um, and I basically um, was kind of doing this collaboration with the supper club. And it was at this supper club where I kind of made some connections and then basically got my first listing, which was with pharmacy, um, the vegan restaurant in Notting Hill mm. through that basically. And then I was doing it full time. So, wow yeah <laughs> incredible incredible story really is Thank you. <laughs> after that 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 really long process of figuring out uh-huh. the flavors and how to make a, you know an ice cream without all of those you know the thickness and all the, the gums and all the kind of stuff that you're talking about 
what what kind of flavors did you land on? Where where are you at now in terms of the the, the kind of the the choices that are out there? Do you mean um, do you mean in terms of the flavors that I'm currently producing? Yeah. Or, yeah. That's yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Great. So and yeah, has that so, changed actually? I mean, I suppose that's a good point. Have, have they have those flavors changed since day one? Are you, have you already you know brought more online? Yeah, so so my it was funny because I think when I first started, I was like they have to be really unique. Like I love matcha, but it has, it's going to be Ayurvedic, so it's matcha with cardamom and a bit of cinnamon. And then um, I wanted to do a chai flavor, but also wanted to do a bit of a twist on it. So um, it was salted caramel chai, and then I love turmeric as well. And so mm. my golden turmeric flavor is basically like a chai, but with with turmeric. And so those have been my three original flavors for since the beginning. Um, and in pharmacy, I don't work with them anymore. Unfortunately, I was with them for two years, and um, they it was the matcha, the golden turmeric, and the the well. It was actually the vanilla, which was one that I developed, interestingly, mm. for them. So they loved the ice cream so much and they were like, this would taste so good as a vanilla. But I was at the beginning really adamant. I was like, I don't want to do a vanilla because it's like, you know, I want to yeah. keep it like all really like unique and spicy. But it's just the classic thing of I created the vanilla and then it was like the most popular. Everyone was just kind of raving <laughs> about it and saying, this is the best. And it was still Ayurvedic because I used, um, jaggery, which is like a, yeah. uh, yeah, which is basically, um, it's, it's harder now to use it because it, um, the, the ones I got anyway kind of came in blocks and I literally had to chop. I spent so many hours like just chopping this jaggery. Um, but it was, yeah, it made it, made it unique. But um, actually I've developed that vanilla flavor now to vanilla and black cardamom. So I've got my three right. original flavors, matcha, golden turmeric, salty caramel chai. And then the newest flavors that I've got out recently are my vanilla and black cardamom. I'm also developing some adaptogenic kind of um, choc ices with some friend, a friend that makes amazing vegan chocolates. So we're collabing and we're doing kind of like wow. we're doing choc ices. And then, yeah, I, I also have, I also love mango. So I've done like sort of like a mango lassi, also like a mango and passion fruit. Um, yeah, but this, this summer's really been great because I sort of said to myself, okay, I'm doing lots of events and and some festivals and things like that. So I'm just going to get really creative and just like try different flavors at like different, um, different events. So I also did a supper club a few weeks ago and they wanted a ginger flavor. So I created that as well for them and then had some extra. So sold it at a market last week and it was so popular. So yeah, just having fun with it. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the health benefits of some of those ingredients? Because like, there's so many of them, I think, that are like in the in the kind of popular zeitgeist, if you like, things like, like you know, chai and matcha and things like this. People have heard these terms now. Um, you know, you can go into a coffee shop chain and get a chai latte or a turmeric latte or whatever. But I'm not sure this might be a personal uh, disclosure rather than probably, well, maybe everybody else does know this, but... but um, 
I, I'm not necessarily sure of the health benefits. It's one of those kind of generic, like, I know this is this is supposed to be healthy, but I'm not really sure why. It would be good to understand a little bit from your point of view as someone who's much more well-versed than me as to what those sure. benefits are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, so just spices in general, like it's actually just spices, herbs, like even they say just anything like, yeah, it's just incredible. It's like nature's medicine cabinet is like the way to really think about it. And again, in Ayurveda, so Ayurveda, this holistic medicine that came from India actually started in, in the, from the Vedas, which was like 5,000 years ago. So it's mm. just amazing to think that they knew about this knowledge so long ago. It's really fascinating. Um, and essentially Ayurveda was actually the practice of medicine before the British actually came um, and colonized India, but then it went underground. And then that's how, because it went underground when they left, they basically you know, it, it was a, they were, people were able to practice it again. And then mm. actually in the West now, obviously people, <laughs> you know, it's so popular here, it's becoming more and more popular, but um, yeah, so it's, they sit in Ayurveda, there's, they specifically talk about the health benefits of, of spices, <clears throat> mainly because, like I said, because, well, they all have different, like nuanced, like um, qualities in terms of obviously like what they do to the body but a, a big thing for example is like for ginger or black pepper is that they that the heating heating quality mm. so um that in itself is just very digestive so i'd say the first kind of major health benefit of most spices is just that they are they aid digestion and they're very good for your your digestion and your gut basically so yeah again um your your agni your digestive fire in like modern western medicine would call it like your microbiome your gut microbiome so um yeah so massively digestive so just kind of like any indian spice you know so Mm. for example in my golden turmeric i've got um black pepper cardamom and cinnamon ginger and then obviously turmeric, but I all infused. So like infused mm. into the base as if you're making a chai. So that's like I heat up the ice cream, then cool it down and then churn it. That's like the process. And turmeric, for example, is just, do you know, I can't, I can't give it justice. I'm not going to give it enough. That <laughs> there's just so, there's so much incredible research on just how amazing turmeric is. Um, Sorry, I say turmeric. I know a lot of people. That's always. It, I think I, 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 I did. I just did, and then I thought, am I am I wrong? I'm not sure. I think it's one yeah, of those things yeah. that people people go with whatever they want to go with. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's really anti-inflammatory. So when you're ill, it's and it's just it's just it's a really good medicinal thing. So like, in fact, like golden milk is like a traditional Ayurvedic mm. drink, and it's like a chai but with fresh turmeric. And, you know, it's funny because like I love it and, you know, my mum, it just reminds her of growing up in a child where my grandma would make it, especially if she was like feeling ill or, you know, as soon as someone has a cold, it'd be like, okay, let, you know, give them turmeric and or or kitchari, which is like the lentils with the rice and then all the spices. So it's like, yeah, it's like these, it's, um, it also yeah I just I just I've just loved kind of like yeah delving into all of this stuff and I think also it's one thing kind of 
you know, reading all of this, but then I think also having the experience of it. So like just being more conscious and more aware and then incorporating more spices into my diet, like little bit by little bit, and then really noticing the effects on, on how I feel like, yeah. And the, the, the benefits basically. Do you, do you see kind of like, it, it seems to me like actually that ice cream is like an amazing kind of like gateway, if you like, for people who perhaps haven't got some of these things in their diet already and, you know, in, in other food sources um, to, to sort of, you know, help them kind of understand what these flavour profiles are and, and maybe get introduced to them. Because, you know, if, if I think about it... Um, you know, growing up, like I, I've, we've talked before, two sides of my family and, and one side being English, one side being Indian. And from the Indian side, I was kind of very aware of all, all of the flavour profiles you've talked about, you know, right through the spices, right to when you said jaggery and, you know, all, all brought back yeah, all the kind yeah. of childhood stuff that we talked about. And on the other side, that there was almost like a you know a, a, an unawareness really of some of those those spices and like weren't necessarily acclimatized they just weren't in the in their cooking so it was kind of like this split world and so I kind of like see like is ice cream like just this this for you is it potentially a great like gateway for people if you like to that with those flavors yeah I do very much call like Moonji like this fusion you know it's like east east by west sort of fusion and then also mm. like this plant-based new movement and I think for me at that time it was like there's this amazing plant-based movement but I want to make it more like I want to bring in like more of like my culture and like the the richness of like you know the spices into that so there's more mm. of it because I think at the time it was like there were amazing alternatives but it just didn't feel like there was you know that good Indian vegan stuff and I was like this is obviously you know quite unique and different and yeah I mean Indian for me it's Indian flavors I think now are just so popular especially in the UK like especially yeah. like mango lassi everyone's like oh my god I love mango <laughs> you know and then people love cardamom but you do occasionally get some people who have never tried cardamom before don't know what it is and it's like mm. it's really interesting seeing I'm like oh yeah like here try this but it's with vanilla so it's like you know there's still the familiarity but then it there's the hint of the the, the spice and um black cardamom as well it's like I don't know if you've seen black cardamoms but they're also really medicinal and so good for you so it's like, again it's like a kind of like oh what do you think of the vanilla oh it's really nice like and then kind of being able to explain okay well it's got this in it and this is also the the benefits to it too so yeah and then it interestingly yeah people have said to me that it's like it, you know it's it's nice that I haven't gone for something completely different like people know people love salted caramel but then I've just yeah. got the chai in there too so it's like something familiar but then with the <laughs> spices um and it's interesting, I think, with children, because I think, yeah, it's it's interesting, like children generally, they love the vanilla, they love the mango. And then occasionally you'll get the old kid that loves the turmeric. But I think, I think, <laughs> you know, I don't remember liking turmeric when I was a kid. So it's like, I'm always really impressed when the kid, like the kids, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they've got like really like, you know, grown up taste buds, but <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. It's like, um, 
yeah, like, there's there's some of those flavor profiles that I, th- I think, like you like you say, you sort of your palate probably uh, needs to mature uh, a little bit. Like you know, as a, as a kid, some of them that I, I yeah. love now, I perhaps didn't so much back then. You know, like it, it, even if you sort of expand it out to things like coffee and stuff like that, like I just right, didn't didn't right. get coffee as a kid, and now like I'm you know coffee obsessive. So yeah, it's, it's totally relates. So yeah, like you say, you come across a kid who likes uh, turmeric, and yeah, they're they're obviously onto a, onto a winner already which is pretty awesome you know in terms of like the response from folks you know obviously pharmacy loved it and you know you had that amazing like two-year kind of run there and it's fantastic what what's the response been like from from people generally are they kind of like um you know particularly taken by the uniqueness of the brand yeah honestly do you know what it's funny because when i first started it was like i, I started just before the summer summer of the it was the summer before the pandemic and it was like because right. it was so new and so different everyone was like oh my god like this is just so yeah so unique and so amazing and it was really building so much traction and then I have to be honest like with the pandemic and like the lockdown and stuff it did there there were challenging periods where I was mm. like I really don't know what's going to happen but I just have to kind of, I know I just have to keep making progress and then last year especially like not really doing that many events and things like so I launched into Planet Organic last summer which was amazing that was such a milestone for me because like they were the first supermarket I wanted to get into so or retailer so it was just um really amazing but it's interesting when you're only kind of dealing with the wholesale you don't Mm. really physically see people's reactions and I was doing some samplings but um I wasn't really you know getting that first-hand feedback and that's why this summer and then I I had a little bit of a moment at the beginning of this year I was like I think like questioning like should I quit like is this the right thing um and I was like you know what I'm just gonna push through this and just you know I'm gonna just just focus on just like having fun this summer, like just doing lots of events and markets and just really getting out there and just then I'll know what to do. And honestly, I'm just having so much fun. Like it's been so amazing and it's really giving me the confidence I need now to just really like just continue growing the business. And, and it's like what you said, it's like my favorite thing is giving is being at an event or a market or whatever you know, serving ice cream and watching people's reaction. Like, because <laughs> honestly, I I get some, I get emails and I get people sending me things and it really like, like I get taken aback sometimes because I'm just like, it's just amazing to create something that actually can create so much joy for people. And I had somebody tell me the other day of a market, they were like, this is the best ice cream I've ever eaten, vegan wow. or dairy or anything. And I've been to Italy and I've been to, <laughs> I've tried wow. all the gelato. <laughs> um, yeah. And what I find is that like the salted caramel try, the vanilla, the more slightly more familiar flavors are just generally the more popular ones. Um, but then you get the hardcore fans for like the team rig and the golden, like people are also quite intrigued to try it that's the one they're the most intrigued to try and then if they like it it's like it becomes like their favorite flavor but yeah honestly like of course I'm you know you're always going to get people where it's just not their thing and I I always think about this like you can't please everyone but generally speaking 
honestly, especially this summer, like I've been really blown away with all the all the positive comments and feedback. So it's been really great. How about the non-vegan folks? Have you, have you had much response from the kind of non-vegan folks who are, you know, have tried it and perhaps that might even have been their first taste of a, of a plant-based ice cream? Yeah. So, do you know, it's really interesting because like depending, like if I'm at a vegan market, then it's great because everyone gets it and knows. But sometimes if you're somewhere where, you know, you you might be the only vegan brand or like, you know, or that's like other, you know, people don't realize. It's, it's funny how like, it's sad really how like that word is like the word can can sometimes be quite divisive and people Mm. don't people don't it you know wouldn't want to or whatever but I I've actually found sometimes when you just give it to people and then you tell them it's vegan afterwards (laughs) like that normally works really well because I just honestly I get a lot of feedback saying that people like from people saying they wouldn't be even be able to tell if it was if it was vegan or not so generally from people who aren't it's usually really positive feedback too i found yeah yeah it's awesome to hear and and great great to think that for 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 many folks that that may be the you know the thing that that pushes them over the edge you know when when i think about it um so many folks i've spoken to there's always the uh, well, I would try more, you know, plant-based foods if there were, you know, an ice cream or if there were whatever, you know, insert the kind of, usually the, the kind of treat food. Um, so it, it's great to have an option that that, that is getting that response from folks. Uh, I, I'm fascinated by like, you know, looking at like where you've, where you've managed to get the product. I mean, obviously we talked about pharmacy and Planet Organic is another amazing one. But even the likes of Fortnum and Mason's, very traditional kind of British <laughs> British kind of brand and, you know, maybe not the place that I'd associate with, um, with you know, a, a vegan brand. And, you know, I'd probably think of them more of the kind of traditional clotted cream ice cream and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's so, so traditional. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that, that kind of story. Do you know what? Like, I have to say, Fortnum's have, have been so amazing to me. I'm really, really grateful. Um, and it's kind of a just kind of crazy story. Like, <laughs> honestly, because I think of the uniqueness of of Moonji, and um, I was saying, I can't remember who I was saying this to actually, the other, like recently, that it was because when I first launched it, it was so unique. I didn't even really have that much of a big following, but obviously, pharmacy have such a massive reputation like they sort of mm-hmm. gave me gave me a platform um which again I'm just incredibly grateful for and Fortnum's actually reached out to me on Instagram wow. believe it or not huh. yeah so that's so isn't somebody who works there so that's the thing they you never know where the opportunities are going to come from and also you doesn't you don't necessarily have to have like a massive massive following you know like I feel like that will you know every business kind of grows the the, you know um at, at different people 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 grow it you know in different ways I guess of if I'm what I'm trying to say but um yeah so I had a very small following and they reached out to me I almost didn't really believe it when I first saw it I was like <laughs> is this real and then I was I went in for a sampling but 
they're always on the lookout for new innovative products and ideas yeah. so yeah so it's it's really good and thing is I went in for a sampling and then literally a few weeks after we went into lockdown so I went in for a sampling and it was actually not for their retail section of the store because they don't have a huge frozen section but it was more for like the, the restaurants because yeah. they've got quite a few um restaurants and um the head pastry chef was there roger um and yeah and yeah and and i basically i did a sampling and it was one of i from this day i remember it was one of my favorite sampling experiences just to sort of see everyone's reaction and even the buy from the retail section was there and it was it was amazing but um i have to say that was at a really early point for me and I didn't have a lot of experience. I was still producing it in my kitchen and I, there was an element where I was a little bit out of my depth, I have to be honest, but I was like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to say yes to this opportunity. And then we went into lockdown and then they obviously shut and then they got back in contact with me in summer and they were like, Abby, we'd like you to develop some favors for us. Um, do you want to give it a go? But it was like, okay, we need five new flavors. We need you to drop them off in a few days. And it was like this manic thing of like, wow. oh God, I've got to come <laughs> up with these new flavors. And um, so when I launched with them, which was in 2020, it was actually kind of like just after summer. And it was, I was, I did a salted caramel chai they loved. And then also an avocado flavor I was doing for them. And they, <sighs> um, they sold it in their parlor. But, at that point, you know, I, again, I hadn't had a lot of experience, was having to make these huge volumes on my own in my kitchen in my house. And um, the naturalness of the product, like still getting used to the recipes, still figuring out how to scale them, like coming up with new recipes and then having to scale them and all these things, like it was a huge challenge. And what they were finding in the parlor was that they were just having difficulty scooping. And it was like, it wasn't, you know, like the normal you know, their normal ice cream that they were used yeah. to. So um, that was a really good, like, you know, I was supply, I supplied them for a good, like a few seasons. So it was the, it was last year. It was like in June that they were like, okay, Abby, like we've given it a go, but it's just not working. So mm. I then, but, but they still, I've, they still kept the relationship going and they've been, again, like I said, they've actually just been so great and, now I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still working them with them in other ways. And we're looking at how I can develop some flavors for one of their other restaurants potentially. So I think that's it. When something doesn't work, it's also good to just still keep, you know, if it depends how much you want it, but like with me, I was like, I know I still want to work with them. I've just got to figure out, you know, how to kind of make it work in other ways, basically. And yeah, they've, um, they, yeah. They're honestly, I know they look like they're like this, like really, you know, like old establishment, but they're actually yeah. so progressive. They're so progressive. Really? And there are some, some people that work there that senior people that work there, they're just really incredible. And, um, yeah, like it's, they're doing like really amazing progressive things basically. And I think only more of that will kind of, you know, come out. Um, that, that's really surprising and nice to hear actually. I, 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 mm-hmm. I would have... Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be necessarily what my perception would have been. So yeah, it's, it's incredible to hear and and amazing to to think about. Again, I'm just bowled over by like your your kind of like resilience and the ability to have like learned through all of this because yeah, like 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 I said, it's fascinating that 
somebody has this amazing idea and then can actually turn it into a, a physical product in their kitchen but then to to be able to you know pitch to to folks to take the knockbacks and then okay well that's that's not the end of it for me I'll then work on it and come back I just yeah more power to you I just think it's an incredible uh, an incredible business that you're you've built and are building um, and I'm super excited to try it. It's, it, it throughout all of this it's particularly hot uh, as as you <laughs> as you know today and uh, I'm thinking you know how is there a way I can possibly get to somewhere where <laughs> it sells Moonji yeah. today so <laughs> I love it on that note and before we kind of wrap up it would be great to, to tell folks where they could go about uh, getting hold of uh, Moonji and finding out a little bit more definitely so we do have an online store which we launched at the beginning of this year um, you have to you do have to buy three three tubs minimum is three tubs but we ship UK wide so it's really fantastic so that's probably the, the first go-to place if you're not in London and then we also are available in Planet Organic which is the biggest retailer that we work with um, and we've got four of our flavours so the vanilla and black cardamom matcha salted caramel triangle and turmeric with them and then just other like basically independents that we work with and small cafes and, and um, shops, basically. So the best thing to do is to go onto our Instagram, which is we are Moonji. Um, and that's where I kind of I'll, I always keep up to date, like what markets we're at, mm. what events we're doing and and the people that we work with. Actually, I've got like a link tree to like all the, the places that you can find Moonji. Yeah, but I would say I'm doing a lot of festivals and things this summer. So it's and, you know, I've got plan. Yeah, I've got big plans for other things next year as well. So the best thing is to just kind of connect through social media and be able to keep up to date through that. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Like creativity and adaptability are like the two words that just like jump to mind with this whole mm. this whole thing. I just think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank mm-hmm. you so much, Abby, for your time. It's been a pleasure. I, I'm I'm going to be um, clicking buy on a few uh, a few cartons of ice cream as we speak. So so thank you so amazing. much. Amazing, amazing, great. Can't wait for you to try it. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Hey, listener, Miles here from ACAST. Thanks for listening to one of our shows. Here's a question for you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? We believe that everybody has a story to tell. So whatever you love talking about, we know there are listeners out there who will love to hear it. 
Whether you're an armchair expert or a couple of friends who love to spill the tea, maybe you simply want to speak your mind. Start sharing your story with the podcast. With Acast, it couldn't be easier to get started. You can record and edit, grow, and make money across all listening apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Get started with a three-month free trial of our paid plan using the promo code START. Just visit go.acast.com slash start. Acast, we're the home of podcasting.